This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just How do you like your celebrities? Do you want them to be untouchable she idols or would you prefer them to be your best friend? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Bradley uh, has some research on this. Oh, yeah, I did a lot of heavy research. No, I read this dumb article. Um, from that the counts internet. as research. In uh, our but it was a box field. piece by a lady named Constance Grady. Um, and it all revolves around sort of people trying to pit Taylor Swift against Beyonce. And her, and this stems from, you know, most recently people were going after Taylor for, you know, ripping off Beyonce, blah, blah, blah. And then her mm-hmm. people came back and were like, you know, she wore band outfits long before Beyonce. So really Beyonce is the stealer and the thief. Anyway, that's not really what I took away from this article. The article frames these two in different ways. And I think right uh, and um, appropriate ways. So what they... What she essentially argues is that, you know, these two women are doing different things. So to pit them against each other is silly. It's like apples and oranges. Yeah. And the way she lays that out is by saying simply, you know, Beyonce builds her stardom by being an idol. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift wants to be your best friend. Uh And if you think about them that way, it's, you know, that's totally true. The way they're sort of branded, the way they're sort of marketed to us, the way they sort of communicate with us. Beyonce is far more appreciated as an icon or an idol or someone who is to be, um, you know, looked at from afar more. So I would say and argue, and this article does far better than I could Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift is always sort of trying to be your friend and wants you to like her and wants you to hang out with her. And, you know, she's posting videos about her cat and things like that. She's, you know, far more relatable perhaps mm-hmm. than Beyonce. I would argue that neither of these women is relatable to anybody listening to their music. They are both trying to get you to buy their product or people uh, who are responsible for their product are trying to get you to buy their product. But it's the way they're being sold that I think tells us a lot about ourselves, mm-hmm. tells us a lot about our culture. And I feel like, sadly, more and more celebrities are marketed as they're just like you to an extreme today thanks in no small part to social media well and that's actually what i was going to say i mean to me that's exactly why that's working right now is because when you think about the people who are um who are idolized really by teens preteens that 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 huge swath of consumers yeah uh it's the people that they find on YouTube who are Jojo seemingly Siwa. talking directly to them, like the Jojo Siwas of the world, um, who have an active social media presence, who seem to allow you into their real lives. I mean, to your point or to the article's point about Beyonce versus Taylor Swift, Beyonce maintains an illusion of aloofness. 
whether or not that that is actually who she is, she keeps a lot hidden. Um, she doesn't share a lot with you. What she does share with us is very curated. Yeah. Um, and it is, but the but the illusion is that what Taylor Swift is doing is somehow different from that. When the truth is, it's just the approach that's different. Yeah, it's just the brand. The reality is the same. Yeah. Because Taylor Swift does not really share when you really consider. Everything she's sharing is curated. Oh, too, it's very well and crafted. And we've talked about that. You know, like she was dating everyone, and then she like stopped dating all the people, and then she was secretive about her relationship. So, like these are things that are not genuine to who she really is. They're genuine to the marketing plan that they have for her and her products. You know, over the next twelve to eighteen months. So, yeah, absolutely. But I also think it's one of the reasons why Taylor Swift appeals to a younger audience. In many ways, you don't see, you know, mothers clamoring for Beyonce tickets to take their 12 year olds to Beyonce. I think they do, though, in a way. Right. Because Beyonce people. Well, they should. They idolize Beyonce because she's, you know, she is this sort of goddess of womanhood, modern womanhood. She's a strong woman. She, you know, has she had um, there are so many things that people put on her. And again, I'm not. I don't know what the actual truth is, but mm-hmm. I think there's a narrative that people tell about Beyonce that's different than Taylor Swift. They're both incredibly successful, so they both appeal to a wide audience, obviously. Um, I think it's interesting, though, because if you think about the way we were sort of taught uh, or the messages we were given about you know, idols or um, people like Beyonce and Taylor Swift when you and I were growing up, celebrities were always sort of grandiose, untouchable. Like the stories about them were always over the top, you know, like so-and-so never enters a room. Right. Remember like how many times did we, did we do stories years ago about, um, riders? Like oh, you don't yeah. see those stories anymore, no. right? Like you used to always see these stories about the insane things Mariah Carey would demand in order to we perform. Ad- we admired that sort of the ability to tell people the very specific and ridiculous things that you liked and didn't like just for the purpose of making that stuff happen. Yeah. You made it when somebody was sorting your M&Ms by color. Exactly. In separate bowls. Exactly. And now, and now it's literally Chrissy Teigen is like, just like us. When I guarantee you, if you spent a weekend with the actual Chrissy Teigen, you would be like, oh my God, this is not what I signed up for. Right. Like this woman's life is nothing like mine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's the difference in the way these people are marketed to us as celebrities. Right. Because it is all a marketing machine. It isn't yeah. necessarily that they really do live that life. Although, you know, I would I would argue that with a, like a Chrissy Teigen, I think we at least see her actual personality. Yeah. But... That's just all. But you over only social see media. the part of her. I mean, it really is just a kaleidoscope or like some kind of weird decoder ring. You're only seeing the part that they're showing you, right? That they think you will, I uh, that you will identify with. Yeah. So Chrissy Teigen is not showing you um, when she's actually having a meltdown or when she's actually throwing something across a room or when she's actually just sitting there picking her nose. She will pick and choose. She will curate the moments from her actual life. That she thinks will um, seem the most relatable, be on brand, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the stories that always break through for Chrissy Teigen are stories where she's just everybody. Like the one yesterday about how you know she posted that picture of her daughter who was kind of looking just like her with that you know grin Grimace, that she yeah. did 
um, at the Academy Awards, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. When somebody won. It's it just search for it. There's, yeah. There's gifts of it. But you're <laughs> never going to see like she had like, um, I don't know, well, even, irritable bowel unless it was, you know, something relatable. Well, even the fact that she just came out with uh, the fact that she suffered from postpartum depression uh, when that was happening, that because that was not a glamorous thing. It wasn't like that was being shared. Yeah. It's shared now in retrospect, now that she's got a handle on it and it is relatable. Yeah. And it is on brand with somebody who is very honest about their life, right? And I don't I don't begrudge them. I'm not saying this is a bad thing because I would be talking out of both sides of my mouth because we shame celebrities for acting too much like divas and we shame celebrities for acting too much or trying to pretend like they're too much like us. Right. In my own like world, I would like to believe that at some point I would want to be a celebrity who acted like a celebrity, meaning you are a little bit above everybody else and not in a judgmental way. But like, I want to believe that when you're a celebrity, you get to behave a certain way Mm -hmm. or you get to appreciate things, you know, like you get things that the rest of us don't get. You're elevated. Show me. Yeah. Right. Like if you're going to be relatable, show me how amazing it is that you get to do something I don't get to do and never will in my life. Right. And let us live vicariously through that and your attitude. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh man, we got to get the Cobra gang together because Dennis Rodman is acting like Dennis Rodman again, but we oh, don't know what the good one. we don't know what to do with it. So we'll try to figure it out after this on My Talk 1071. Uh Dennis Rodman is behaving like Dennis Rodman. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Did you say Dennis Rodman? No, Rodman. Oh my God, I thought you said that before, and I thought that was such a clever pun. Oh, I have no idea what we're about to talk about, well, remember? No, see, that's... What's even funnier. Why it's funnier. Okay, well, I'm going to find out what that meant after this. Uh, well, right now, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and apparently Dennis Rodman is acting like Dennis Robman, and no, we need to and- figure something out. And when we have to do that, we assemble the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, without a double, with a Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, with a Cobra Gang. Okay, so I thought you uh, were hilariously clever. Turns out I was the one that was clever. But, (laughs) um, you know, you'll have your chance again. No, I'm kidding. Um, The story that I wanted to tell you and why Dennis Rodman would be so hilarious is... He was accused of a clothing heist. And this is such a weird story. I saw this and I was like, can we please figure out what's really going on with Dennis Rodman? Okay, so open up the story, if you will, Colleen. Okay. And the headline is, and I want you, you're going to have to play through an ad. So just get that started now. Dennis Rodman accused of clothing heist captured on video. And I'm like, what? Like the Dennis Rodman? The one that went to North Korea and played basketball with Kim Jong-un? Right. Okay, well, apparently the owners of an upscale yoga studio are now accusing Dennis Rodman of participating in a daytime clothing heist. And that's not all. It gets so much weirder. So here's the deal. It was around uh, just before one in the afternoon on Tuesday. Uh Dennis shows up with three companions, two women women and a man at the Vibes Hot Yoga Studio Mm. in Newport Beach. Sounds exciting. Almost immediately, things get weird. And the owner says that Dennis started distracting employees 
while the woman, one of the women in a long sleeve shirt began stuffing clothing in her purse. At one point, the woman hides behind Rodman while she's tucking the clothes in her Into purse. Into her very large purse. And then it gets weirder. At another point, his male companion drops a $2,500 crystal art piece from the front desk, tries to place it on a steel dolly, insisting he wants to buy it. The guy drops the crystal, which shatters all over the floor, which creates what? A distraction. Uh So that the woman can grab more clothing and stuff it in her purse. What the heck? Eventually, the entire crew leaves with the shattered crystal piece. The owner tells um, uh, or told TMZ that everyone in the group refused to pay. Dennis blamed the staff for the broken crystal. Okay, this is and they so left bizarre. with five hundred dollars in stolen clothing. Okay, D- were there drugs involved? I mean, is this an I episode of Crazy Stupid Idiots? Well, what's going on? Your first question should be like, what did the police have to say? Yeah, well, because if the- they're stealing things, shouldn't they be going to jail? Well, and there's surveillance. I'm watching the video. Yeah, I'm watching it's all of on this TMZ, happen. So you can watch this happen. Yeah, and it's basically as we described it. Um, apparently, when TMZ reached out to the police, they had no comment. Um, okay, that's suspect. Dennis, suspect. Dennis Rodman's attorney said, we declined to comment. It's premature. So, clearly, uh, they're trying to figure out what to do. But I would imagine either they're going to have to bring back all the stuff they stole, or somebody's got to go to jail. Um, when did they? When did they realize... All the tomfoolery that was actually right away, going on. Oh, it's okay. clear that uh, when you read through the description that they knew right away something was bizarre. They didn't quite understand. And I don't think anybody quite understands. Even looking at the video, you're like, OK, so why would Dennis Rodman be creating a diversion by destroying a twenty five hundred dollar piece of crystal and then offing with five hundred dollars worth of random clothes from a yoga studio? And like, what is the plan? Are they trying to resell that? clothing on ebay or something and make money from it like what's the or they're just doing some drugs and they had a really dumb idea it's so weird yeah i mean among other things i think there's a very important lesson to be learned from this and that is if you see dennis rodman arrive anywhere in the vicinity of you immediately call the authorities yeah i don't understand <laughs> I don't understand why the police wouldn't have just like gone to. Well, that- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
That's, these people. And that's Maybe other, they're doing that because, again, this was just reported, you know, hours ago. The thing that I think is, I mean, I do think it's kind of suspicious that, that they offered no comment that the police, I mean, okay, maybe there's like an ongoing investigation. Yeah, I mean, if they're in the process of arresting someone, they're not going to be like, well, we're on our way to pick them up right now. But Okay, and also, how does Dennis Rodman just get to say, no, we're not paying for any of this well, Stop. I imagine if you're, you know, like uh, Holly, you have worked in a yoga studio, currently do. I thought you were going to say that she's shoplifted yes. before. I was like, okay. No. no to shoplifting. Yes to working at a yoga studio. Uh-huh. So if, you know, you're just a, you know, employee at a yoga studio and Dennis Rodman comes in and some weird stuff starts going on. I don't think you know what how to react or what to do at that point. Right. That would be a very surreal moment. That would yeah. not be in my consciousness that Dennis Rodman, former NBA star, uh, pseudo diplomat, <laughs> is coming in to my yoga studio and is going to rip me off. Yeah, I think you just sit there until they leave and then you get on the phone with, you know, your boss or 911. Yeah. And then figure out the situation and, after the fact. Yeah. Okay. And obviously they have the footage so right. that it's like, okay, let's review the tape. It's pretty obvious. Now, um, I don't I was so busy watching uh the this strange event go down that I don't know if you talked about the fact that he's still currently on probation from a drunk driving Yeah, from like 2018. Yeah. yeah. Or and 17. So if indeed substances are involved in this that could indicate more than just you know helping people steal probably ain't going to look good on your probation. I would imagine no, it doesn't. Having never been on probation myself, I can't confirm nor deny. I just would assume. Well, hopefully they'll Ugh. contact Mr. Rodman. I, I hope that something is in process. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. And we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we have a name for these celebrities. D-Bank. D-Bank. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I, your bag to douche? Oh, man. Sure. I'm giving it to uh, Christy Pina. Um, That's her name. What? What? Yeah, you don't know who she is. She is a writer for EliteDaily.com. And she wrote an article about Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra that I need to share with you. Oh. Uh, Headline. Okay. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra's body language at the 2019 BBMAs will make you so happy. Will it? Will it, Ms. Pena? (laughs) And And that is what I said. And then I clicked on the article. Because you're a sucker for punishment. I'm a sucker for them. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, you know, she goes on to say, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra have been married since December of 2018, and they just get cuter and cuter by the day, and they're so adorable. And I had to just ask some body language experts to help evaluate their body language on the red carpet at the Billboard Music Awards because they were just so, so cute. Okay, first of all, what is a body language expert other than like you and I and anybody else who can look at people and go, well, uh, that's that's what I love happy. about 2019, actually about America and the world. 
um, because this has been going on since the dawn of time. All you ever have to do is anoint yourself an expert of something and you can be an expert. Okay. So she found these three body. Also, what purpose does a body language expert serve other than to evaluate how celebrities interact with each other in pictures? Do you see what I mean? Like, where else do you apply such... I don't know. Maybe in some sort of courtroom setting. Maybe. Like crime photos or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, in any case, Nick and Priyanka, they're just so darn cute. The body language experts have to confirm that for Miss Pina, Christy Pina. So she goes on to write. She shows a picture to one body language expert of the two of them on the red carpet who says they're comfortable. How do you know that? Because they're standing next to each other. Quote, this is his name is Kevin Hogan. You see both bodies touching in multiple places. So clearly something is comfortable here. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they're Uh, comfortable with the fact that they're making millions of dollars off of our blind uh, obsession with these two. Okay. Mr. Mr. Hogan goes on to say about another picture, you can tell that their sex life is rewarding. Okay, you cannot tell their sex life based on how they're standing next to each other. Quote, her laugh and smile reveals that in this moment she is doing very well. In response, Mr. Jonas seems to be uh, assuming a dominant posture. This tells me they have a very rewarding, albeit rather conventional sex life. What? This, This sounds like some, this sounds like some stuff. Isn't this awesome? Smells like some stuff, if you ask me. Okay, and last but not least, Mr. Uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. We've we've called on another body language expert. Uh, This is a body language expert by the name of Mr. Saylor, uh, who says that while they may assume stereotypical roles in the bedroom, (laughs) they operate as equals in other aspects of their relationship out in the world. This is so creepy. Like, based on what? The way that they're standing next to each other and laughing. Um, yeah. Like a pro, like the pro she is, she knows that she will need that upper body space between the two of them <laughs> to turn her face toward the camera in the next moment. It's the off balance creating the tension in her head and neck that gives the viewer the feeling of tension as a couple. Okay. Uh, this person is drunk. Here's what happened. Hmm. Is that Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas paid this person? Yes. Yes. And before they hit the red carpet, they have already consulted body language experts to pose in ways that they know will elicit this response from body language experts. Absolutely. If you looked at Priyanka Chopra and one of the ways that she was looking at Nick Jonas on the pink carpet at the Met Gala on Monday evening, she was like staring at his face and being like, I'm going to Because she knows that there are cameras on her at all times. It's the same that we did with this interview that we played of them earlier in the show or yeah the interview that we played earlier in the show where she's just like oh, i just love you. you know i call them this thing like you think we're so naive as to believe that the words coming out of your mouth right now have not been completely thought through and and you know well overplanned yeah which is fine and good luck to you and most people will buy that but i was born at night but i, was I will not, not born last night, night. Uh-huh. Uh, i do want to just punctuate what you all just said with this other story that i had seen earlier today about a nsfw response what? that priyanka chopra had to a picture that that nick jonas posted Ew. 
on Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and share it with you. So Nick Jonas posted a picture of the two of them at the Met Gala where he's sort of in the foreground. You can see his back and he's sort of looking down and she is facing the camera and looking what seems to be down basically at his crotch area. And she has a surprised look on her face. Okay. And Nick Jonas asks his followers on Instagram to quote caption this. Do you know what her caption was? No. I know you're scared and you should be. So she's looking down at his crotch. It it appears as though she's looking down at his crotch. What does she say? That's mine. I know. I know. See, so we are being manipulated because come on. I know. It has grown tiresome. Mm. You know, again, no, it has grown tiresome. For us, yes. for them, it hasn't. You know why? Dollar, dollar bills. It sells clicks, man. It sells yeah, clicks. It's working. Mm. Okay, so I would imagine uh, Priyanka Chopra is not the only woman to look down at her husband's crotch and say, <laughs> oh, that's mine. Maybe that actually happened to David Beckham. He's my D-bag today. That was the best transition you've ever had, ever. Uh, but I certainly would look down at David Beckham's crotch and say, that's mine if mm. he were my husband. But he is my D-bag today, and for a couple of reasons, mostly because he looks fine, even when he's a criminal. Uh-oh. It is criminal what? how fine he looks as a criminal. Did you know that David Beckham was just banned from driving for six months? Really? Why? Because crime. <laughs> uh, he No, he used his cell phone behind the wheel. So it turns out um, this happened a long time ago, or I shouldn't say I don't know how long ago, but this was a while back when uh, somebody caught a picture of him uh, tootling down the street looking at his crotch. Oh, well, and they were like, (laughs) so many things could be happening. (laughs) I know. Well, their first assumption was not as exciting as the one that I thought, Mm -hmm. nor you. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this case, he was thinking, that's mine. (laughs) That's mine. (laughs) Who could blame him? <laughs> um, but he actually admitted to, after being hauled before a magistrate, uh, to looking at his phone uh, while he was driving, which is obviously a criminal offense. Or not a criminal offense. It's a it's a driver's offense. Mm-hmm. However you want to describe it, things are done a little bit differently across the pond. Um, and so he was forced to go before this magistrate to admit this. And apparently this happened because they were able to, like, grab a a photo of him. And he actually, through his lawyer, said that, like, he had no recollection of this particular moment. And then goes on to, like, say some, his attorney says some really questionable things, like, um, that David Beckham really finds driving to be a relaxing pastime. He takes his children to school each day when he can, and he picks them up when he can. And actually, to deprive them of that is something that he will acknowledge. Meaning he wants you to understand he's giving something up by not being able to drive his kids to school. Cause, because he finds it a relaxing pastime? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, he has previously had uh, points put on his license. I guess that's what they do over there. Some, uh, you know, we don't do that, right? We don't do points. I don't think so. No. Um, like, I think that you, like, we have warnings in, like, the the computer system of the police officers but i don't think 
they flag your driver's license. Yeah, he had six points on his driving license, they say, for speeding. So he was given, because of this offense, he was given a six-month disqualification. Um, so he had to pay 750 pounds, $100 uh, for prosecution, 100 pounds for prosecution costs, and another 75 pounds uh, as a fee. Uh, so he has to do that. And um, he's not able to drive for six months. Isn't that weird? That like, is weird. It's just crazy to me that... Also, if I don't have to drive, oh my god, I'm not First driving. Of all, if well, the point. I don't know if you're making this point, but I would make this point. If you're a celebrity, why are you driving? Yeah, in the first if you're place? Oprah level rich. Yeah. Uh, that's like the that is one of the first daily yeah. tasks I somebody give who up. says I find driving to be a relaxing pastime. I mean, I do too, but it's only because I don't have a private yacht I yeah. could be on. <laughs> right? I want somebody to drive me. I feel like that is time that I because you know what? Then somebody else driving me, then I can play on my phone. Yeah, then you can look at your crotch. Yeah, as much you, as you what, want to. You can look at anybody's that's crotch. Mine. You can look at all anyway, the crotches. He looks, he looks darn fine. He does for as a, a criminal. criminal. Mm-hmm. He's all dressed up and looks very serious and got that little wrinkle in his brow. Oof, okay. Hi. Yeah, he's a hottie. And he does, like, he looks good he in this better suit. better with age. Sorry, I, I got to shut down that article because I got to quit looking at him because we got to move on. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a great guest coming to join us. Oh, yes. If you are a Golden Girls fan... You're going to want to tune in to our interview coming up after this on My Talk 1071. Well, if you are a Golden Girls fan or if you have a Golden Girls fan in your life who is not listening right now, you better get them to their nearest radio or the My Talk app to listen to the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yes, and we've got uh, a very special guest by the name of Chad, and Chad from Flip Phone Events is with us to tell us all about some amazing Golden Girls opportunities you have this weekend. Hi, Chad. Hello. How are y'all doing? We're good. Thank Wonderful. you for joining us. Now, for the audience oh. who maybe doesn't know you, Chad, you are responsible for some of the best... Uh, drag brunches in the country, if I might say so myself. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, no, we're every weekend at the Union Rooftop uh, with crazy themes from Jurassic Park, the drag brunch, to this week. Uh, next weekend is Queen, the drag brunch. Every weekend, something completely different. I love it. Like, every every week you're coming up with something where we're all like, wait a minute, you're going to do a drag brunch with that? And lo and yeah. behold, it turns out to be... Like the Jurassic Park one. Yes, like, exactly. Oh Dinosaurs? What? Okay, so for Just Golden... was our craziest. Cold, and, and also, we'll talk about the Golden Gr- Girls cruise, but you're responsible for that as well. Let's start with the Golden Girls stuff going on this weekend and yes. how people can still get to be a part of this fun. Yes. As um, as we're close to St. Olaf, I feel like Minnesota holds a, a great place in Golden Girls uh, folklore. Oh, yes. Uh, so this this will be our third year for the Golden Girls bar crawl. Uh, the first year, we got about 1,000 people, and the, it's on this Saturday, and it visits five bars, and you dress up as your favorite Golden Girl or Golden Girl adjacent character. I love this. And you can actually, when you buy tickets, you can pick which team you're going to be on. So you can be on Team Rose, Dorothy, or Sophia, or, well, looks like Blanche is sold out. Blanche has sold out. Hit capacity. Everybody wants to wear their, their satin pajamas and hit the streets. Um, and Blanche is usually the most popular one. But in the past, Sophia has been the most fun team. 
Okay, I would just like to point out that I think Blanche was probably also the most popular on the show as well. <laughs> well, certainly by the if men you know what I mean. of the Golden Girls. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and so everybody starts... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Together uh, with all the teams together at the Poor House and then they hit a bunch of different bars. They go to the saloon for a drag show. They go to uh, Union for Trivia. They go to seven for karaoke and then a big dance party in the Mercy Courtyard. So crossing our fingers that it's nice out. Yeah, I love this. So when you pick the team, it sort of sets up a schedule for you. So this is perfect for just grabbing a bunch of friends. And you don't have to, Chad, do like if you don't have a full Golden Girls get up, you no. can still participate. You right? can just go to Target. They sell Golden Girls shirts. We have Golden Girls shirts. Just the whole idea is to... to to embody those uh, characters in the spirit of that television show. Okay, and it all kicks off, like you said, with uh, a Golden Girls uh, drag show. Right. So on Friday night, Alaska 5000, who has a, a not-for-safe uh, radio name. Thank uh, you. The RuPaul, <laughs> uh, RuPaul Drag Race All-Star is coming in where she does a one-woman show where she plays all four different Golden Girls characters. It's a musical show. It's her and a piano. Um, and it's phenomenal. It was in New York, and I think we're one of the first people to bring it outside of New York to here. So we're doing two shows, 7 o'clock. It's an all-ages show. Um, the content may be a little questionable, but not too bad. And then 9.30 is 21 plus. And so those shows are at the Poor House with Alaska. Um, it's called On Golden Girls. And she sings all the songs from the show, the Miami songs, you know, plus other things related to the characters. My God, I, I love, love this. I, what do you, you know, Chad, what do you attest to? And we can talk about some of the other things you're doing, too. But just generically, like, what do you attest to everybody's obsession over the last couple years specifically uh, with the Golden Girls. I mean, I, obviously, many of us have been obsessed with them for years, but in the last couple of years, it really has sort of transcended demographics. Yeah, I think their values really hold a strong place uh, with people, especially during the uh, current presidential administration, that I think people are looking for sort of a, a way to, to zone out and see different people coming together. They're so accepting, accept, accepting that uh, before a lot of these issues even became sort of PC to talk about, they were bringing it up in the show, yeah. uh, LGBTQ, AIDS, all these different subjects. And they do it in such a humorous way that all their jokes still land. And it's a great show. Like I, half the people I know who say, I watch an episode or two and it puts me to bed every night. So it's in a lot of people's uh, evening routines. Now, are you actually, when you um, do the bar crawl, do you actually uh, get all gussied up for... One particular. Yeah, girl. what team are you on? I'm on all teams. I mean, if I had to pick, very diplomatic. Pick a team, yeah, I kind. I think I'm more a Dorothy. I'm very much the controlling type. My husband's probably more of the Sophia. Um, but I, I'll put on a caftan here and there. But I'm running all around. To make <laughs> I'll sure put on the caftan here and there. I love that. That's going to be a chapter in your autobiography. I have a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
So, Chad, and again, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking to Chad from Flip Phone Events about the On Golden Girls with uh, Alaska from RuPaul's Drag Race show that's coming up Friday. And then that kicks off um, the bar crawl, which is happening on Saturday. You can get all of this information and tickets, by the way, at flipphoneevents.com, I believe. Yep. Um, but in, a, in addition, Chad, you're the like mastermind behind uh, something that sort of like rocketed around the world uh, a while back. The and Golden... sold out in no time. Yes, the yeah, Golden we're Girls doing, we're Cruise. Doing sailings. <laughs> Tell us about the cruise. Yeah, so we have 900 people booked for each sailing um, next February. And it leaves out of Miami, of course. And it's uh, Golden Girls fans worldwide. People are flying in from Australia to come on this cruise. So and awesome. on the cruise, we have uh, Rue McClanahan's um, sister, Melinda, is coming on. Wow. On a panel. Oh, when I talk to her on the phone, she sounds exactly like Rue. Oh, oh, get out. And she's an archaeologist, and she's like, I want to lead an excursion to Chichen Itza. I was like, sold. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cool. Go, uh, go digging with Blanche's sister in Chichen Itza. Oh, I my mean, gosh. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Um, and Stan Zimmerman, who's a writer on the show. Oh, yeah. We've had Stan on board. the show. And um, uh, Frank DeCaro mm-hmm. and his husband, Jim Colucci, who wrote Golden Girls Forever, is going to be on board. That's so yeah, cool. so you've you've gone deep and you've, you, you're hitting all... You're not... This is what I love about what you've put together is this is, you know, this is a like a, an honest tribute to the Golden Girls. This is not just some right. fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants experience. No, and then we have two um, Golden Girls shows on board as well. There's still a few spots left for the second cruise. So if you want all of them, uh, just go to our page, flipphoneevents.com, uh, and they're like the last 10 rooms. I love it. Now, did you, um, how, do you how does that even work? Like, did you have to communicate with, um, I'm assuming it's Disney or something that owns the rights to that? Did you have to have a... Yeah, yeah. So we're calling it Golden Fans at Sea. And not using their likenesses in any advertising. Uh, um, they were very nice and cooperative about it. They probably wish they had thought of it first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, and I don't know. I, th- I'm putting you on the spot with this, and I don't know if either of you know the answer to this, Brad or Chad. But um, when I was young, and we went to visit what was then MGM Studios in Disney World, but is now called Hollywood Studios. They did a backlot tour, and one of the things you could see on that backlot tour was the facade of the Golden Girls' house. And that's the not real facade is in LA. Okay, so that was my question. Do you know where and can people actually see it? Yep, yep. I'm part of like a million different Golden Girls fans group, and every day somebody's like, "I was in LA. Look what I spotted." That's so awesome. I think you can just Google the address next time you're there. Okay, good to know. That's yeah, awesome. I. I remember that on the tour. <laughs> oh, for sure. So, okay, um, just to recap, we've got a wonderful show coming up this Friday on Golden Girls uh, with uh, Alaska from RuPaul's Drag Race, and then the Golden Bar- uh, Golden Girls Bar Crawl on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to get the word out for, Chad? Yeah, yeah no, and we're, we're working with y'all's radio station for the Sunday after we're doing that big, giant Rosedale oh, yeah. drag tell us, show. Tell us yes. about that. Um, bringing in... Uh, Six RuPaul Queens and Carson Kressley as the host. Um, general admission tickets are sold out, but there's still a few VIP, and that's going to be wild. It's a drag show in the middle of the mall, a la like Tiffany in the 80s coming to the mall. So it's, it's so going to be fun. phenomenal. I love this, and I do know that um, we, we will have opportunities on Lori and Julia for people to win tickets, right, Holly? Yeah. 
Yep. Awesome. Yes. So if that sounds awesome and you want an opportunity to win, be listening to Lori and Julia uh, to win tickets to Shop Till You Drag, a mall drag show. I love this. And just follow us on Instagram at Flipona Events. We have lots of fun, exciting things every weekend, five to seven events. Perfect. Chad, thank you so much. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. Uh, All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I got a question for all of you moms out there. What do you actually want for Mother's Day? What do you actually want for Mother's Day? 651-641-1071. I'll tell you what studies say we want, but what do you actually want on My Talk 107? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.